0: Hey everyone, it's your buddy Posty Posterson, and I'm back with another Super Deluxe special edition episode of the Sleep With Me podcast. These Super Deluxe episodes are sort of a little bonus thing that Scoots and I put together as a way to say thanks to all of you who are supporting the podcast. So, thank you. We've made, I think this is our 85th Super Deluxe episode. This part means a ton. And let's hop in. Nights, no, super luxe, nice and simple. I've been watching a lot of movies lately and noticing some scenes that recur throughout each of them. And one of the scenes that I kept noticing was when the characters would drive up to a place that overlooks the city and sit out on the hood of their car and have a long chat while the city kind of bustles below. And that's what we'll do for tonight's Super Deluxe. We've driven up the long road with scoots. We're hanging out on the car, and he's going to tell us a story. While the ambience of the city bustles down below. Maybe a little calming music mixed in there too. If you'd like, I'll also be posting just the ambient sounds that you hear in this superlux over on my Bandcamp. I think Scoots usually posts a link to that, um, so that's another option that you can listen to to help you get some sleep. Okay, thanks again for your support. I hope this helps you get some sleep. And good night.
1: Alright everybody, it's uh, Scoots here. I'm going to turn the podcast over to a st- guest storyteller from far in the past. You haven't heard her voice in a while. And she wants to, she's going to bring you a cr- special crossover episode. She's going to be telling the bedtime tale based on Season 2, Episode 9 of Vast Horizon, The Choices We Make. And this is a, a podcast uh, made by two amazing pe- people, uh, Caitlin and Travis. You, you heard me talk about it uh, towards the beginning of the show. And it's a perfect opportunity. They just wrapped their second season. So you could listen to this episode, then you can compare it. Uh, you could listen to the you could have binge through season one and season two. And believe me, you're going to want to. You could also... Uh, If you're new to the show, you could listen to this, you could listen to episode nine, and then you could listen, like, you say, okay, now I'm going to listen to the the entire first and second seasons. Kind of like episode nine was some sort of prequel. say, where am I? What's happening? But I'd highly recommend starting at episode one uh, and just queuing it up and setting yourself up for a journey... Uh, But without further ado, uh, let me turn things over to uh, the world-famous storyteller, Agatha. Well, hello, uh, hello, everyone. This is Agatha. And I'm here to tell you a tale, oh, how how, Travis and Caitlin are such good people. Even though I live in another world, I'm here to, to, to tell the children of my world uh, this tale. You're listening in, but you're special. I'm talking right to you, of course. I was trying to have an English, a Earth English accent, but I'm not very good at it. But, so I'll just tell the tale in my voice. Oh, my children... This is called The Choices We Make uh, from Vast Horizon. And I want you to slowly fade in. Uh, And you might say, Agatha, where are we? Where? Well, I want you to imagine, are we in outer space or where are we is a good question. As you hear sounds, there's a, a phone call ending, an electronic phone call There's a beeping, and then we hear footsteps, and a door opens and closes. And then the character I'd like you to think about identifying with children, Nolira, says, What's wrong? And there's something happening. She's not just asking because the door is opened and someone's there, someone named Sanjay. But she's asking because there's a thumping, like a bass, a bass drum... You see, is that a stereo system and a, a like a like a, 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 car, a car, what is that? Uh you say, Agatha, how do you know of these things are in the world you come I say, well just uh, settle in for this tale, children. There's no questions here. But they can't be answered. I wasn't uh, like uh, yes, this is it's a bass sound, like a bass drum. A deeper thumping but not in a consistent way in an irregular moment so you say well I don't like that because it doesn't have the consistency but let's go back to Nolera she says what's wrong uh, Sanjay says "Uh, come with me and quickly they leave the room they're in and, and as they're walking tip tip tapping they have crisp steps the two of them You start to hear other voices, concerned voices, uh, worrying, saying, What's with that thumping? It was trying to curl my hair. I have to launch tomorrow morning, and I'm quite grouchy now. What is with that thumping? And there's more thumping, even more powerful. And there's more and more displeasured voices when No lyric says, "What, what, What is that? I don't even know what... Is that a bass drum of a car? Or whatever it... Or you see, it's not a bass drum in a car. Okay, it's a thumper. It's a thumping thumper. Something's a thumping, we'll say. Sanchez says, Well, we don't know yet. Security sent us all texts, uh Saying we don't know why there's all this uh, thumping outside. Uh, get down to the lobby because it's it's some sort of uh, impromptu parade, uh, but a, a parade saying we, we think it may be. Do you remember the tale of uh, what was that called, the Pied Piper? They what what would have happened if you didn't know the Pied Piper was up to you know up to no good? That's what's happening here, maybe. They're saying, well, there's text that say this is a parade and we're all supposed to go along with the thumping bass vehicles uh, and even flatbed vehicles with people playing giant kettle drums. Uh. But uh, he also says, okay, it's in the lo- we're meeting everybody in the lobby. Uh, Camila's uh, trying to contact Carlos right now. Nolera says, uh, you know, she tries to bring things down. Okay, it's going to be fine. Let's just uh, wait for Carlos. That's business as usual. Nothing to be concerned about. Uh, there's everyone loves a parade, even an impromptu parade in the middle of you know, that's inconvenient timing. But there's more thumping children. And you know, of course the children, if 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 you could imagine yourself there, you'd say, "Well, I want to follow." There's something about that the thumping Uh, now that I'm out of bed, I want to follow it. Uh, And Nolira says, yes, yes, you're right, it'll be fine. Let's just stay calm and wait, stay calm and wait. Uh, But children, if you could see her face, you say, you're saying one thing, Nolira, but your body and your mind, and your body's telling me what's really on your mind, your face. Uh, You can't hide it, not even from Sanjay, who's this doctor. And she says, wait, wait, uh, wait, uh, yeah, 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 wait, uh, and she says, uh, exactly. W- are you okay, doctor? And then horns, like fancy horns that go do-do-do-do-da-do, or stuff like that start honking, and there's more bass something, and she says, Doctor, do you know something about this parade? Is there a myth we're not familiar with in this story of a Pied Piper? I just wonder if those people knew the myth of the Pied Piper. Well, you could say both sides, Doctor. What would they have missed out on? But also, what, 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 you know, would they have not have gone? But of course, it could have been false Pied Pipers. But no, Lyra says no, no, no. I'm, I'm okay, thank you. Uh, just, it's just a memory, says Sanjay. Uh So, so what do we know that's happening? Is a parade, right? Bring me back. Uh, yes, yes, Doctor. Parade. Maybe. I don't think it's great to speculate. We're, we're not sure. It's, it's in a. Well, I guess it, technically it's a car, a line of cars and vehicles and. Uh, Floats, so I guess technically it is, but to speculate more would not be a good idea. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, and then we hear someone with one of those bull horns, uh, or a cone, or just very good at projecting their voice, children. No, no, no need to project your voice now. Agatha's telling this tale. Stay in your seats and get comfortable, as I tell you. Uh, that an announcer person, probably on a blowhorn in this situation, or with some sort of floating technological wonder. So, okay, everybody, listen up closely. We uh, we need to follow along with this parade. It's, it's really sweeping us up with our emotions, and uh, let's just orderly follow along here. Now, it looks like the parade is heading down. We're going to head out these back doors. Single, not single file, but like as if you were in single file with a politeness of that single file style. And we want you to go towards Marine Street. Uh, now, don't bring anything along you can't carry for, for a long walk. We don't know how long this parade is. Uh, uh, and remember, that's Marine Street, not Marine Boulevard. And then the person puts down the blow home and says, Dr. Zhang uh, please, I need to speak with you. Uh, he's speaking to Nolira, and she says, Well, what's what's going on? What is this? Is this actually a parade? And he says, uh, Carlos uh, said that there's, uh, like, uh, it's something more than a parade, but we don't know what more. There's something else going on. Uh, and also... Don't tell anybody this, but the ba- thumping of the bass uh, is not good. The construction of these domiciles, one of the reasons we should follow this parade is that uh, they're not prepared for d- dealing with this level of bass thumping. This is unprecedented bass thumping. Some of the bass we can't even detect uh, because it's subsonic or something. I don't know, Doctor. I'm not an audio doctor. Sanji, 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 Sanji. Jiang Antwi, Dr. Jiang AnThui, Dr. Jiang Antwi, Dr. Jiang Antwi, Antwi. Antwi, Sanji, Sanji. And then the, they, they start to go out, it's more bassist pumping. Just think about it, children. We, we had that day at the uh, orchestra where those kettle drums, they go boom, 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 boom. And uh, what was that, party like it's 19, 1499 or something? Oh, no, that was after that. Uh, anyway, th- that's how it is. Uh, boom, boom. But then things, you know, pay- paintings and, and pictures are falling off the walls, and everybody says, well, that's, uh, it has to be cleaned up, and who's going to pay for that? This is the lobby. Does it come out of our community fund? And but no, Lyra's still talking to this uh, authority figure. She said, what, "What did you? What did you need here? Well, because of the bass thumping, we, we've uh, there was also people protesting against the thumping of the bass. There's pro bass thumpers and anti bass thumpers, and you know those are just metaphorical. Like uh, that symbolizes a much deeper connection." And, uh, so we want everyone to stay together. Also, there's rumors going around of a Pied Piper, and we don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound, to some people it sounds enticing, to other people they say, well, that sounds like trouble. So we have to, oh, by the way, I gotta talk to everybody else, excuse me, everybody please, uh... Uh, move now, again, I don't want to keep repeating myself, I know we should have chosen a bit more names, but Marine Street, there's Marine Boulevard, Marine Lane, Marine Place doesn't even go through, so please don't go down Marine Place, Marine Square, Marine Street is what we're looking for, that's where the parade, just follow the parade, I guess. And then more things, you know, we hear more things. People are coming out of the buildings, the chattering, the bass is thumping. Some people are saying they're already weighing in, whether the feelings about pro or anti-bass, the following. Oh, and then it says, okay, everybody, holy mackerel, who named these streets? It's Marine Street. Street. Just go to the one named streets forget the Marine part. You want to be on a street and not a, uh, what, what are they, uh, how many different names? Oh, no, 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 don't worry about the Marine. Just go down streets. And then, you know, even uh, like, uh, you know, stuff is coming out of the trees, like pine needles from the base, thumping and, uh, I don't know, people are saying, I'm not sure this, uh, you know, my, my teeth feel like they're furry now from this. Uh. And then it, it seems like somehow people are pointing fingers as they do with these type of events with a pro and an anti. They say, that's her, that's the base maker, the base maker. Someone else says, that, no, that's, a, she's the Pied Piper, I believe. Uh, it's, it's, this is a Pied Piper and then the the, the authority figure says everyone stay calm please once again please stay calm and follow uh, to Marine Street uh." Malira says what is going on why is everybody arguing is is this a dream I don't know doctor but do you you know I'm trying to could you just go to Marine Street please is this is this Is maybe this is I think I remember that tale of the Pied Piper If there was a Pied Piper, let me just say, no, Lira, I'm an authority figure. If there was a Pied Piper, I would know about it. I have a headset on. They would let me know. All I know is I follow, you know, I'm just following the commands coming through my headset. It says, everyone, go to Marine Street, please. Oh, now people are not walking orderly, and also people are, you know, disagreeing about the Oh Oh, excuse me, please. Even I know, Lyra Please, everybody, calm down. This is a good open oh, now. The crowd, children. Now, don't worry, children. I wouldn't be telling you this tale if it didn't have a pleasant conclusion. But most, much, much, much like you've seen when, when you know, when someone you know the other classes you go to that aren't taught by me, Agatha. You know, with the teachers or the adults, the authorities, they may be. You know, let someone run away with things instead of giving children the proper space. Uh, everyone got very loud, and it became a big thing. But we'll fade away from that. And I want you to think about the sounds of a command deck. Uh, you say, Agatha, I don't know what a command deck is." Well, this beeping. There's chattering, there's people working, si- some people working silently, which some of your children don't know necessarily how to do at your desks sometimes. This, this is futuristic children, so there's screens and there's lights, uh, and, and pleasant sounds, because you, you have to work there all day long, so it's uh, audibly comforting, and it has a busy sound of a productive workplace. But the commands themselves are not commanding. They're just there in the background. And, uh, you know, some of you children, you know, some of you when we do our plays are the stars and some of you are the chorus. And uh, this is a chorus member who says, uh, who's in a a uniform and says, Captain, Uh, the private rooms are having a, uh, you know, for timeouts, uh, those are having audio malfunctions. And we can't even audio surveil those rooms for time out to hear if anyone's using a... You know, we can't hear them. Even the extra rooms that the navigation crew are using, we can't listen in on anyone. Uh, and that's usually, you know, in case they're whispering secrets. Uh, and you said to keep an eye on number one and two, especially... So, uh, unless you want to send someone there in person, we can see them, we just can't hear them, Captain. Okay, Captain, this is, you know, I'm, this, oh, this character's kind of like a second-in-command character, uh, And you'll learn more when you listen to this whole story. You say, well, I've formulated a much different vision than yours, Agatha. And I'd say, good, that's good, your imagination. This is theater of the mind, children. Not what I'm doing here, what you'll listen to one day. Captain, this has happened before. Audio malfunctions occurred when Dr. Zhang Antwi had a previous meeting with the guest from the Bifrost. Well, I'm the captain, and I'm... Oof, I gotta think this out and make a puffy puff up my chest and cross my arms... And show that I'm not concerned, because she can't do anything. She's in a timeout, uh, she doesn't even have a... Uh, she doesn't even cancel the screen time. And that included com- computers, even, correct? Correct, Captain. What would you like me to tell the security staff? Well, I'm thinking about it. I may think nothing, not for now, uh... And don't move someone into the forward annex yet, uh... Go into her room and check her room for something. Maybe she's disrupting something, I don't know. Maybe she's got some sort of uh, equipment. Uh, but check her quickly, because whatever's going on is happening in the present time. Yes, Captain, I'm walking away now. To, 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 to Okay. Okay, good work. And then the captain turns to his first, you know, second-in-command, or whatever, to run... What do you think of this situation? I know you have opinions on the doctor. Yeah, plainly, sir, I don't think her capable of such a thing. Whatever she's doing blocking our audio listening. I mean, before I even met her, I had assumptions about her. You know, that's probably not the best way to lead, but, uh. She seemed like a pin. Peanut- Chin, uh, what you call an oogie-boogie. You know what I mean, Captain? Is it oogie-boogie or boogie-oogie? I thought it was boogie-oogie. Oogie-boogie? Oogie I guess it's oogie-boogie. What about the rest of the... I didn't know you were a fan of that. Uh, mu- is it- Do you consider it a musical or film, Grun? Okay, oogie-boogie, Captain. Well, when I saw her taken in from the Bifrost and brought here upon the Walton... She seemed small, fragile, incapable. Granted, uh, many humans uh, seem uh, small to us. Yes, 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 but, uh... From what we know of her work, uh... Of her ability to adapt, uh... And her actions on the Bifrost, she's very capable. I know that, Captain. And in all honesty, I loathe her for it, uh... Maybe a bit of jealousy, too, given the circumstance, but I don't believe she's doing this alone. Well, I understand. Uh, We have to determine a way out of this. Uh, With everyone here depending on us, uh, you know, I'm Command, you're first and, you know, you're number one. If we were on another ship, uh, what do we have? Well, I've collected the updates from our communications, uh, computer science, and now... Oh, there's something dinging. There's an announcement coming, Captain. Uh, Hello, command crew of the OTV Walton. This announcement is to inform you uh, of the uh, imminent uh, loss of forward propulsion uh, due to the Walton being out of gas. This will also impact the Bifrost, and then the Walton. You have 37 hours and 25 minutes before you... Because you you have forward momentum, you also don't have any... Fuel to slow back down. And you are at a critical speed... Making it improbable for you to find your way back home. Which won't be good for anyone... ...on Bifrost or Auxiliary Vessel 743-1. So if I were you, I would leave the Walton evac, as they say, immediately. Thank you and good day. And then, children, this is not a voice that has ever come out. You know, this is some... They say, wait a second, that wasn't the captain or the first-in-command... ...or our general announcement voice... And the captain, surprised but also a commander, says, uh, "Do not prepare stations for evac. Keep working here. This is a workplace. And I want to keep 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 up that beeping and those typing sounds. Right? No whispering. I hear you whispering. Out of gas. Whose job is it to make sure we have enough fuel? Well, in the end, it, it you know it ends with me. So." we 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 need to speak privately gran 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 gran, gran oh, well yes captain now that we are in your office uh how did she do that this is real what does she mean run out of fuel immediately or soon I'm not sure, Captain. We I thought we had according to, to the electronic uh, readouts, we have plenty of fuel. Oh no, now it's showing empty. Uh video surveillance, if we look here, shows her conversing with someone else in a timeout. Uh I'm thinking that this announcement is a trick. It was a pre-recorded announcement. Because she's not reacting at all. Look at her. Thirty-seven hours, uh she this on a darn countdown clock. Uh, makes me want to pound my table here. But she can't even know how much gas is on the bifrost vessels, and we've confirmed there's. she's not communicated externally. I need to pace around and continue pounding. Children, you know it when I get irritated. You've seen me pound my desk before. I do more of a tapping instead of a pounding like this captain to show my displeasure you know when I tap my foot you know how you feel you say oh boy Professor Agatha's not happy with us we've misbehaved and then I usually say that after a long pause Professor Agatha's not happy anyway back to the story here sorry okay tell me everything we need to know so far anything the crew thinks is worth mentioning Okay, Captain, I, I have some updates, but they don't appear to create a, have any solutions to our problems. I don't, I don't have the technical specs right now, but the gist is they don't have the right data. They've been looking at what data is missing, and apparently the first slight indication that our input to the Walton no, ma- no longer matches that Walton's output was this split-second sensor report from just minutes after detaching from the Bifrost. It's possible that if the doctor is using some sort of computer malware, virus thing, it could have uh, gone on our auxiliary ship during docking, or she could have brought it on board by other means. One guess is in her bionic limbs. But at that point, Dr. Zhang Antui would be... Uh, she was sleeping, so... Uh, given a broad analysis of engine outputs or former engine outputs, uh, engineering believes we're currently, yeah, we're not going to be able to slow down if there's no gas. And, uh, they're looking over all the star charts to see we are headed into, uh, a unexplored zone that no one ever goes and visits, uh. And it's really vague, and we're out of communication range, uh, or we will be permanently soon. And then we won't even have communication with uh, technocracy. We won't have any, con- con- you know, contact with FTS. Uh, you know, anybody from, you know, any anybody in charge, they might even think we're not working, Captain. We got about four hours till that happens, but we still communication is not even working right now. Uh, because all incoming and outgoing data has just been halted. The last uh, successful communication or data transfer we had was that call with Captain Park, uh, and uh, that was at the doctor's behest. Oh, boy. This is confusing. I'm thinking about everything. Okay, but after we had the conversation, we logged everybody's location, correct? Uh, Yes, yes, Captain, but we can't confirm the accuracy of that log. Okay, there's uh, someone ringing. Come in. Somebody's ringing the doorbell. I heard that, Captain. Yes, come in. Then children, another one of the chorus comes in, a different addressed chorus member. Captain, I got your order uh, that you just sent out a few minutes ago. We removed uh, the, the, the prisoner... And we took the person out of timeout and uh, brought them back to their room. What? What? What What do you mean? This is irritating. I didn't give any orders. I've been here thinking and brainstorming. Uh, The team was supposed to be looking, searching her room for a diary or some sort of tools or something. Captain, I i don't know what you're talking about. I got the order, and we followed through on the order quickly, just like you said, uh, uh, tip-top or whatever. And we didn't find anything strange. Uh, we took her tablet out of her room. We knew she's not to have any screen time. Uh, and uh, we, also, we, we, we went through with that release. Like you said, release to them, release, release them from time out and... You know, from from our uh, purv- purview or whatever. Purv—I don't know what purview means, Captain. But uh, off, you know, off of our command. basically. Here's here's your order. It's signed, sealed, and delivered. And it even says, "I'm yours, Captain." You know, that's that—that's you, right, sir? Okay. Oh my goodness! This is a forgery. How did she even do this? Because it's a digital forgery with a hologram and a thumbprint and an eye print. Somebody's got to be helping her. Okay, go back to your station, please, and make sure you're working, focusing on your work. Uh, and disregard any digital orders. Don't, only, don't take any digital orders, please. Only in-person orders, uh, physical orders, face-to-face. Face-to-face via digital hologram, sir? Oh, no, no, in person, I said. In person? Would would you... Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, boy, Captain. It appears the doctor's announcement was only on the command deck. Uh, According to what I'm hearing around the ship, uh, the rest of the Walton was not affected. So this message must have only been for us as a display of power. Holy mackerel, this is... Okay, so nothing in her files says she knew anything about computer programming or this high-level stuff. Uh, And you said when this started, she was sleeping. Yes, Captain. Like I said, she could have re-recorded a message and set it up uh, like... uh, Remember remember MP3s, Captain? Like, she could have said that... uh, uh, like she could have set that up during the rescue part, uh, but she didn't know we were coming. She didn't know we were coming to come to rescue her, and she was sleeping when we got there. Sorry, Commander, I'm getting a call in uh, to my headset. Uh, the command crew is waiting your announcement about the evac, Captain, and if we re- they really want to know if we really ran out of gas, because uh, that's really not good. They also said the backup fuel's empty. So then they said, we'll be, "If we're going to be stuck, we won't have anything to do." Okay. What about the comms crew? What did they say, the Commander? They they need uh, two more hours. Okay. Oh. So okay, if we get nothing by then, we'll reassess and, and make a plan. But uh, get every uh, get the heads of all the departments ready for a briefing. Because we don't have any time to lose. Okay, uh, Commander. I don't. What would you like me to do about the doctor in her room, uh, Commander Captain? Sorry, Commander Captain. You just leave her. Uh, it, like it doesn't matter. She's on the ship and she doesn't have any screen time. Uh, so once we have this briefing, I'll figure stuff out. Oh, oh. Oh, can you hear me sighing? How uh, did, you know? Yeah, okay, Captain, let's get to work, though. Okay, I just have to walk on the command deck and hear... Oh, boy, there's the ambience of the typing and the beeping and the working and the focusing. That makes me feel secure that, uh... Those are mechanical keyboards, right? So they don't even need power. Um... Well, to make the sound, they don't need the power. But to, anyway, let's get to the meeting. Let's get this meeting going, sir. And there we paused, children, uh, on the command deck. Now we want you to think about a simple room. Uh, on the wall, in a cabin, as they say. When it's on a ship, uh, they say it's a cabin. And uh, there is uh, no it's worrying thinking fretting possibly and then she hears ding dong and it's a talking doorbell can you imagine if you lived somewhere where your doorbell talked to you children who here raise your hand if you want to live somewhere with a talking doorbell okay yes edgar if you if you had a talking doorbell i would have it say to you do your homework uh, in the in the evening and in the morning, it would say, "Wash, go back inside and wash your face, uh you like, and then do your homework, and then go to school." I'm just kidding, it. You're one of my favorite students. uh Okay, but this doorbell said, "Ding dong, visitor at the door." Nolira ignored the doorbell, and the doorbell persists. Ding dong, visitors at the door, ma'am. What the doorbell could not see because it's just a machine was that she was lightly resting, her eyes closed. Uh, Now, now, I'm just resting with my eyes closed. That means I'm sleeping. I've had a long day. Uh, Ding-dong, excuse me, there are visitors at the door. Holy mackerel, these, uh, these talking doorbells. Also, I'm a two-way talking doorbell, and someone wants to speak with you. Uh, hello, Doctor. The captain has ordered your presence on the command deck. Uh, if you continue to dismiss us, uh, you know we'll have to, uh, like, uh, use stern, give you a stern talking to, uh, to get you to come along with us. Or we could try begging. Oh, okay, ZZ, that's what I call, it. that's what, that's what she calls so a doorbell, ZZ, I love it, uh, and yes, we have a ZZ, this is spelled ZZ, but yes, ZZ, I know, you, your, your name is not ZZ, but, uh, anyway, open the door, please, uh, there's footsteps, uh, and the doctor says, well, I'm not trying to dismiss you, commander, I was resting, Okay, well, why don't you come with us, doctor? Okay, I'll come with you, then. We have to walk the whole way, huh? Yes, uh, we should walk in silence, though, because uh, it's a long walk down this hallway. There's all those... uh, Now, they're in a ship, uh, uh, children, so there's other sounds, and you'd be curious to know what are they passing as they walk this long hall? A canteen to eat in? Yes, yes, an outhouse. Uh, There there would be an in-house or a a bathroom. Uh, They would call it here on the ship. I think they call it a head on a ship, I believe. Oh, what's a ship? Like a boat, uh, but bigger. Good question. That's a good question. And then they go and they take some turns. They probably take a lift, uh, which they had at one of our fairs. It goes up and down levels before you ask the question. Oh, is it run by horsepower? Great question, Zeke. No, it uh, it could. It's run by something similar, though. Good question. And then finally, they eventually arrive on the commander deck, and we hear the sweet, sweet sounds of, uh, you know, busy, busy, not busy work, workers busy, I believe. If there was busy work, it wouldn't be on the command deck. It would be where you can't, commander can't see you. Captain, I'm here with uh, your guest. That's a stern sigh because this stunt has left me in a difficult position, Doctor. I don't even know if we're out of gas or we're just pretend out of gas. That's one. My whole command crew wants to know that. Are we out of gas? Or are we out of fuel? Are we out of gas and fuel? What about the so? What? What? The batteries are drained too batteries aren't charging is that real or is that just because we you know are so dependent on digital readouts uh and uh, they said well there's really we like uh, they said well we have other readouts but they're all we have some you know i don't know they have things with like that aren't digital with the thingamajig that goes back and forth they're trying those And with the fuel, they're even using a dipstick. But they said, it still looks like we're out of fuel, but we still know now. But I'm really curious about this. You know, as a commander, I have to have a bigger view, which is, like, interesting. Does it even matter? Are we really out of fuel, or does it seem like we are? It does matter if we're going to slow the ship down. But everybody's waiting for me to make a decision... And I can't make a decision until I decide. Oh, uh, oh, you're talking about that announcement. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, that I made while I was in timeout, huh, Captain? Huh, that big announcement I made, eh? Yeah, I'm really caught up in my thoughts, so I can't pay attention to your body language there, but, uh, I don't even know how you did it. Uh, but that's not important because, uh, the clock's ticking. We don't have power over the ship. Uh, Pretty soon, I've been made aware that the mechanical keyboards will make a typing sound, but they won't make any inputs. And that's just the start of it, in the next 32 hours and two minutes. Yes, Captain, until uh, you you kind of reach the point of no return, as they say. The critical point of no return. uh, do you think we could speak to Captain Park again? Uh, I don't think that's required. Required? No, 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 I didn't say required. I want to speak, I just want to, like, uh, like uh, what do you want me to do? Like, I could give in to, to your demands, uh, and then it wouldn't be required. It's a request, uh but you know, if you do, you have any additions to your demands? Uh, a ship? Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I'm just this a little bit of pressure here. They don't teach us, to, you know. Even experience didn't teach me this. So please excuse my hopeful tangent. Resin- could you rescind your previous requests and actions, and maybe we could have an amicable outcome? Hmm it doesn't appear as a, I don't think I'm going to be changing the terms laid out during our previous conversation. But yeah, I do have something I want to add. Sinan. Sun Sinan Anrune, uh, the, the other, one of the other people on the Bifrost with me, he didn't get a fair, he, he got consequences without getting a fair, fair hearing. And I'd like you to log an official request of some kind for his case to be reviewed and for him to get a full hearing of his peers when you get to a station or a free planet. Oh boy, like, so you're interested in bettering Trenan's life uh, when we're about to run out of gas? Uh, 400,000 people... Okay, Captain, I'm trying to save people, to help people, uh, including... Sanan. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on political that we've seen here, and that I'm not comfortable with. And Sinan uh, has the right uh, to to get a uh, full hearing from his peers. And he's not perfect. I'm not saying he's perfect, uh, but we going to log the request or not? Are we going to keep talking about it? I will. Okay, we'll do it now while I can watch you visually log it. But it can't log it. There's no communications. It's not working. Everything's not working. I don't know, Captain. Why don't you try? What the... It's working now. It's beeping. And lighting. This is Captain Sarpana, the OTV Walton... Okay, it's locked, it's locked. I unlocked it and logged it. But we don't even know if it's going out, uh... And, uh... It's not necessarily going to help this case that you advocated for this when you're messing with us. And w- w- what should I tell... You remember all those that bird seed uh, that was on the Bifrost for all the bird bird, bird birders and bird fans? Uh... What should I tell them? Because you, you, you launched all that bird seed off, and we're trying—we're going to try to recover some of it. Uh, what do you think, all those birders? What are we wanting to say to them, uh, Captain? I'd say that uh, they can make their own bird seed. Uh, that I don't—I didn't feel that that bird seed was high quality enough, and uh, I tried to do the right thing for the birds and the birders, actually. So, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, for this it just doesn't seem like there's a lot you do know. Oh, there's an announcement coming, but you're standing here with me. Hello, uh, crew and guests of the OTV Walton. This announcement is to inform you of the lack of fuel on the Bifrost and subsequently the Walton. 31 hours now remain before we pass the critical point... Forward momentum. And that aligns ironically with uh, the Bifrost crew. So please prepare your stations and personal effects for evac from the Walton. What not the what? Wasn't that you that just made the announcement, Doctor? How are you doing this and why? I can't, I can't really answer that, Captain. Uh, Captain, we can't permit her to do this. Uh, the walt We're in charge of the Walton, and she's taken over. Uh, excuse me, I'm in charge here. That's a count, you know, you're countermanding my command. We already discussed this. Uh, Dr. Nolera, uh, we, we, we'll begin procedures for EVAC. Uh, but we can't do that till you give control of the Walton back to me. Okay, just wait a second, Captain. Can you hear those new beeps and uh, that ringing and the bass thumping? Do you hear that bass uh, thumping? uh, Now your command tablet is beeping. Oh, Captain, everything's back. Uh, Everything, control of everything. Okay, figure out where we are. Call Captain Park. Get navigation to print out all possible current location data and uh, like uh, send a message oh wait there's more beeping there's more beeping what is that beeping everything's gone captain she didn't even do anything it's gone she must have she's gotta have help captain uh, from Sinan Anrun, or uh someone from the siren 7 yeah, but there's there's like uh, there's no evidence of that uh, who is helping you I can honestly say that no one is helping me. I can tell you this, though. You've got 32 hours, Captain. I hope you can evac. You know, Doctor, the strange thing is I really think you mean that, uh, but you're dismissed to your cabin right now. Please release the Walton controls and we'll begin our evac. And once we've launched the auxiliary auxiliary vessels, uh, we're going to need to open up a comm with Captain Park so we can prioritize things at least. Thank you. And there's beeping children, and then there's. Uh, that was, we got caught up in that story. That was good, hi uh, children. There's beeping and there's tapping and then there's walking as Nolira leaves the room. And we hear doors swishing and tapping and people. And then a crew member even says, uh, We don't like you, Nolira. And then uh, Nolira goes into room Auden. Hello, Doctor. Sorry I raised my voice earlier at the cabin. No need. I knew I shouldn't have never come to see you. Oh, the captain told you then. Yeah, yeah, there was a meeting, like, uh... I, like, I I was there, because I was a rep... Re- 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 yeah, I was a representative of the Sara 7. And I don't think we should even be talking, because of your current... I don't even know what you're up to. I mean, you... Made me. You really make me feel naive, uh... I thought better of you, but maybe I was just starstruck. Yep, it does look like the evidence for my guilt guilt is overwhelming. Yeah, I never saw how easy it would be for someone to pretend there's something else when they're really a oogie boogie or a boogie oogie. Well, that's a compliment, uh, you know that. Uh, But why don't you go further and say, geez, maybe I'm from Earth, uh, one of those other legendary, maybe I'm a Pied Piper. How come there's no movies about the backstory of the Pied Piper, but maybe there are? Taking so many people along with me. But there's no way that uh, that's true, because uh, on this ship or the next one that I would do this all on my own. But, you know, when I ask for help, when I go to others for help, all they can think about is my past or by their own disbelief, and they just dismiss me. Even out of caution or caring, I'm left to find my own solutions. So you'll have to excuse me, because I got a boogie like an hoogie. No leader starts to walk down the hall. There's a rustling as uh, she goes in and they hear uh, a voice. uh, Do you believe my actions are unkind, Nolira? Nolira says, do you care what I think, Allie? If you did, none of this would be happening. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, she says, you know, children, when you make that sound, sometimes it could feel good. You groan. So groan with no lira. Now, children, there's one part of the story I'm not going to tell you. The next uh, sequence of the story, because if you listen to it on the real vast horizon, you'll hear the voice of uh, your own pod, the Podman, you know, like uh, uh, talking as a little tiny role. So listen to the real episode to hear this missing scene, uh, and I'll close out our story now. Now, our children were in a spaceport, or an airport, or, or a port, uh, you know, like when the ships come in for all of you. It's busy, there's crowds, there's noise of working, footsteps, and, and those things... And you know, like, uh, what, they go, what I've told you tales about taxis and those kind of things. This is in the future, though, a futuristic world. Uh, and there's a driver sitting there. Dr. Rivers, waiting for Dr. Rivers. Uh, no Lyra comes along. She says, That's me. Wh- which company are you with? Uh, which company? Monrinsten Porters and Delivery, Doctor. I'm supposed to be here waiting for you. Oh, yes, yeah, thank you. Uh, I was just being cautious. Uh, I don't know Enlinfon or Wanreston well, uh, so I'm not sure how long it'll take to get to the address I sent. It's in Gansen. Oh, doctor, I know Gonson well. It should only take about uh, 20 technocracy minutes to reach the address. Uh, the port's outside of in but in the right direction. And this way, and I, and I can take your bag... Then there's a busy footsteps as they approach the vehicle. The driver looks... Uh, the driver looks uh newlier up and down. You look familiar, Dr. Rivers. Uh, you remind me of someone. There used to be this show my children watched. Uh, it was a geologist. Uh, she, would, they, she would talk about the formation of planets and volcanoes. Go, go, go. Geo. Geology. You, you look like you could have been on that show, like one of the guests. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, no, 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 no. It's nice to know children still watch those shows, though. In Fort, like, real science, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyways, I, I thought maybe there's, like, tourists coming in. There's some sort of parade uh, been going on the past few days it's coming up, uh, too. But you look a little bit different than a tourist here for a parade. Are you here for work or something? You kind of look like, you don't look like you're relaxed on vacation. No, I'm not here for a parade. But what I'm here for is personal. So I'd prefer to ride in silence. I don't want to be like snooty silence, like don't talk to me. I just have a lot on my mind. Well, thanks for explaining it in that way, because otherwise I would have said, well, excuse me, but excuse me, Dr. Rivers, of course. And they drive along, children, as you drift off, they drive in a floating way. And maybe the, the driver's talking about, oh, blah, like the pot man would, oh, there's a building there. I know I'm not supposed to talk, but maybe you're just not supposed to listen to me. Uh, this is Air Stop 71. At uh, one time, uh, you know, I dropped a penny here, and then I forgot I dropped it, and moved two years away. So something like that, children. And then the driver says, We're at your destination, Dr. Rivers. Well, thank you. And, uh, d- Dr. Rivers, and you know, gets out of the car. Uh, this is only going to take me a few minutes, I think, uh, Could I pay you to wait, Uh, and if I'm not back in 20 minutes, you could leave me and bill me for the time? I can do that. Okay, thank you. And then Nolira takes a break, uh, and she goes up and uh, knocks on a door, and it opens... And the person uh, says something, and then they re- oh wait, wait, sorry. I see you must. Uh, I'm assuming you speak English. Uh, sorry. Hello. Ah, uh, hello. Uh, I'm Nolira. I'm looking for Sinsen Unten. I'm Sinsen. The uh, Um. uh I'm sorry. Could you could give me a moment? I gotta take off my sunglasses and my hat. I've been moving undercover. You're Doctor Jiang Antui, Doctor Zhang Antui. I'm so happy to hear of your rescue. Uh, come in, we, we could we could have a drink together. I'm here about Banan, your brother. Yeah, we have not heard from Banan for so long. We were told to assume he had, you know, moved on to another stage of existence. Yeah, yeah, well, when I, like, yeah, let's have, let's sit down and have a drink together. Yeah, yeah, please, come and sit down, I'll get us some drinks. Then you hear, children, the sounds of calm sitting and water being poured, maybe some tea, maybe some other calm beverage tell me of Benan police uh, d- doctor yeah when I was captive on the Ranwan uh, there was free Trenin alliance prisoners uh, that were there they were sent there to help me and to translate Trenrin ah yeah Benan could speak Trenrin he could speak Trenrin Yungrin Yingguan Technocracy Standard he was even learning Italian too And Fagan, of course, he loved to learn. He wanted to be a doctor, not like you, but a medical Trennan doctor. Yeah, yeah, he said he was a volunteer medic. Uh, Banan was one of the ones they sent to help me. I'm sorry to say that it's true. He did pass on to the next stage of existence on that ship. You spoke with him, last of anyone. I hope you were kind to him. You know, he didn't strongly dislike you. None of us do. I know. He, he, he. he yeah. Oof. He was kind and funny, and he said he was happy with his family. You know, that you. you yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously. He gave me a little bit of hope and it went a long way And I can't thank him enough for trying so hard Well, our family thanks you I'm so relieved and happy to hear he seemed unchanged That he was still so much like I remember him You know, we we said goodbye to him uh, some time ago Otherwise I would have invited you to celebrate his life with us well, yeah. Oh, this is, uh, yeah, Well, let's just have a drink then, and, and you could tell me more about him. Yes, uh, he would like that. And then children, you know, as I, the, the two of them sat and, and conversed, and, and in a way that comforted one another and said, it's okay. Yes, we're both having strong feelings, and... It's not easy, but we're both uh, beings that have strong feelings, and we can share that fact and know that well, all does not always feel well. In the moment we are here together, the two of them having drinks and sharing fine memories and self-soothing and soothing one another at the same time, children, as we teach here. And also know that this story still has one chapter yet to go that you should listen to right in Vast Horizon. That's V A S T H O R I Z O N. Right in your, those, well, not you children, because but in another world, people listen to these things on a, like a brick uh, that they hold to their ear or something. So, yes, that is the end of our chicken. And I encourage you to check in more and experience some theater of the mind for yourselves. Good night.